Hello, welcome to Roy's Rocket Radio, the UK podcast for the pop culture geek, technology nerd and creative wizard. This is episode 214, recorded on Thursday the 12th of July 2018 at 11.30 and 30 seconds in the evening. Let's start off with some intro topics, and firstly, as always, not frequently, as always now, I apologise for the lateness of the show. I don't really have any good excuse this time, and it's only happening right now, mainly because I don't think I'm going to sleep again for a few hours earlier this evening, and for a change, I had an incredibly healthy dinner, lots of greens, pasta, olive oil, I watched Star Trek, and then thought I needed a little nap, and then had, I should say, not an unpleasant dream, but a very serious type dream. The end of the world. (laughs) Ah, and it was so, so realistic in colour as well. I can't remember having a dream in colour for quite a long time, if ever. And the dream ended all fairly nicely, with me seeing family and that type of thing. And then... If you write scripts, that's when it ended, just with a fade-out bit. No explanation of what happened to the Earth, nothing at all. And then I woke up, (laughs) and I lay there thinking, there is no way I'm going back to bed. So I came downstairs, and hit record. The other thing that I haven't put in my show notes is, especially if you're following me on Twitter, you're probably wondering, what am I doing? (laughs) I've made so many changes to this podcast, and then all of them, without exception, have reverted back. I just think none of the changes I made were worth doing. I don't know why this whole thing is bothering me so much, probably because I just don't like the title of the podcast. Ah, yeah. But if you are listening to the show, this is a geek audio blog, and that's all it really is. If you tune in, you'll hear what geek stuff I do or what geek stuff I have done over the last week, each week, mostly each week, never really every week. And that's really it. I'll talk about things like films, books, tech, creative matters, but particularly writing, and they will all usually be genre-related. Although, 
I do watch other things or listen to other things, but mainly I do like science fiction, fantasy and horror. So if it's related to any of those things or it's to do with a game or something, then yeah, that's what I'll talk about. Unless I bought something. And more on that in the outro section. Okay, what else do I have to talk about on the personal front this week? Ah, yeah. As you may or may not have noticed, it is summer now. It's really hard to not see or feel that it's summer because it is so hot. Or it was hot when I was writing the notes. Today it seems to have taken a turn for the cooler. Or my diet that has brought on those strange apocalyptic dreams have seriously altered my microbiome, my personal biome that's in me and that apparently makes up more of us than the stuff that our own genes make us. You are literally your surroundings. And maybe that's altered my perception or really has altered my way of dealing with the heat because I'm not that hot today. And according to my weather forecast on my phone, the temperature's only a few degrees less blazing than it was before. But yeah, back to the subject of summer. When I wrote these notes more than a week ago, I was hunting around for a sailing canoe to replace my poor westerly Nimrod, which is a small cruiser from the 60s and 70s that unbelievably I used to own. It didn't cost much, by the way, so if you think I'm rich, you'd be terribly, terribly wrong. But yeah, I really do miss my small cruiser, and I thought a sailing canoe would somewhat assuage my need to be out on the water. Ah, and yeah, if that happens, this podcast could get a lot more boaty, but as all geeks have a little hand solo in them, and I did watch the hand solo film a few weeks ago and enjoyed it. But I've already talked about that, so let's skip that for now. And I'm sure if this podcast does get a bit more boaty, you won't mind. You'd be surprised how many real sailors have been inspired by Han Solo. I'm not making that up. I think what the character did is bring a lot of geeky type people into sailing. I'm not sure that's the primary reason that I wanted to sail in the first place, but over the years, I have quite heavily identified with the solo man. I only wish I was a bit more hand solo in real life. The only problem with all of what I've just said about getting a sailing canoe is that I don't really have infinite funds, or even that much funds, 
And if you've listened to this podcast regularly, you'll know that I'm in a very small way into music as well. I play ukulele, or rather banjolele, more than ukulele, which sounds ridiculous, and when you see a banjolele, it looks just as ridiculous as it sounds. But the point is, I do play it, and I enjoy playing it, and maybe I'm overdue in getting some music equipment I've got to decide, I suppose, between the two. Boat or music. Either way, it will be something to talk about in the podcast. Let's move on. As always, I'm just reminding you to please tell me what you think of the show. I've had very little feedback in about a year. If there was an audio equivalent of Astronaut.io... I'd probably be on it. And for those that don't know, Astronaut.io is a site where the guy who runs it looks for interesting YouTube videos with zero views and then syndicates them on his own site. And again, if you have any feedback... Contact me, and don't make me out to be a lonely space alien. Oh yeah, I lost some weight, though I'm wondering now. Is the weight still off? Well, most of it is off, because earlier on today I was walking around and the trousers did need a little hauling upwards every now and then. The point is, I bought on Amazon a punky belt, which caught my eye. And unfortunately, when it arrived a week or two after I ordered it, I had lost enough weight that it would no longer hold up my trousers which was incredibly irritating and meant I had to return it. And why is it so hard to find belts? And why do I have to do all this stuff online and on Amazon? Yeah, no shops. Retail does not seem to exist anymore. One good thing, those shorts that I bought last year finally fit. Though they're not very comfortable. Though it does mean I may survive the heat wave. And as I said before, it has been so very hot in the UK recently, perhaps prompting my unconscious fear that the world might burn to a crisp, though my nightmare was pretty non-specific. I seem to remember in the dream wearing one of those tropical suits and looking a bit flabby like Leo McKern in the film The Day the Earth Caught Fire. It's cheerful. Anyway, thank goodness for the break in the heat today and yesterday so I can catch up on sleep and podcasting and housework. Ah, catch up on sleep. Maybe that's the answer. 
I haven't been sleeping well until the last day or two because it has been so hot and what might have happened is I just suddenly had a deficit in REM sleep that I had to catch up with, hence the intense dreaming. Haha, <laughs> science. Thus we leave the subject of weighty men in belts to the inevitable and almost non-existent football tangent. I do not know anything really about the World Cup other than it is happening and England weren't buggering it up this time, which is good. Until Croatia, which amazingly, the last time I spoke to my dad on the phone, he predicted. Apart from that, not a clue. This podcast, on the other hand, sorry yet again, the spirits of Stanley Kubrick and Arthur C. Clarke is full of geek. It's full of geek. Okay, pop culture. R.I.P. to Steve Ditko, the co-creator of my favourite comic book character, Spider-Man, who died on July the 8th. All hail Steve Ditko. All hail Steve Ditko. And, oh yeah, not so pleasant. Terry Gilliams and John Cleasers chiming in with their whiny, privileged rants. I still, of course, rate Gilliam as a great filmmaker and Cleese as a great comedic actor. But I and many other fans are extremely disappointed that they have proved themselves to be rather unpleasant human beings with their comments about diversity, a subject we talk about quite regularly in this podcast. They might be talented, but not acknowledging the massive leg up they got from being white men from Oxbridge makes them a couple of trollish, moany, Divas. It just goes to show that age doesn't always bring wisdom. More cheerily, Jaws. I bought Jaws at CEX about a week or so ago, and I did it because I had read that it was the 40th anniversary of Jaws in an article, not realising that that was three years ago. Anyway, I am celebrating the 40th anniversary of Jaws three years late. I am a big fan of Benchley, and I read most of the Peter Benchley books, and all that made it to the big screen, though most aren't of the calibre of Jaws. When I first watched Jaws, A long, long time ago, I was a small child, mum gave me the choice of this, or one of our dinosaurs is missing. Unwisely, I chose this instead of the Disney film. I've mentioned this before in the podcast, and it cued months of nightmares with 
me having to have my parents check under the bed that there were no sharks, which makes absolutely no sense. If you're from Southwark or Elephant and Castle, one's in the other, let me know if those two cinemas are still there. I do remember they were each on the opposite side of the road, maybe 50 metres away from each other. That's all I can remember. I could check on Google, but why bother when I have people listening to the podcast? Hopefully listening to the podcast. Hopefully. Anyway, that story about Jaws and Mum taking me to see it all ended well in the end because I ended up with an obsession of all things maritime and, of course, now I really love the film. So that's shocking. Oh, and by the way, if you want a recommendation of a good Peter Benchley book that's a bit different, try and find, you can probably only find this secondhand on Amazon or A-Books, Peter Benchley's Girl of the Sea of Cortez. Rick and Morty. Again, something mentioned before in the podcast. I think the last time I talked about Rick and Morty, it was only to say that I'd watched it for the sake of the podcast. I said that I had only ever watched two episodes of season one. But recently, boredom took me full force and I watched the entirety of the show in one long box setting. Don't do that. I don't know if it's the best season, but season three has Pickle Rick and my favourite, Unity. I mean, how do you get a giraffe, an animated giraffe, to look embarrassed? (laughs) For those interested, it has been renewed for another 70 seasons. Yes, 70 It's going to be on there forever on Adult Swim. I also found out, although I'm sure everyone knew this, that the show is based on the characters Marty and Doc from Back to the Future. And then I went digging, and then I ended up on Vimeo. (sighs) My recommendation is that you... Do not do what I did. The Handmaid's Tale. Ah. Season finale. What the hell are they doing? It is just one tease after the other as to whether June will ever escape. This is worse than Papillon. Do you remember that 70s film with Steve McQueen? If you haven't seen it, and I'm guessing the younger geeks out there have not, it is an incredibly depressing film about a guy who gets sentenced to life in a French prison in a place called Devil's Island, which is a terrible island somewhere out in Pacific, I'm assuming. And that's a bit like this. It's just one escape attempt after the other. None of them work. 
I am really getting royally fed up with seeing June not escape Gilead. And the other thing, where is NATO? What are they doing? Which is pretty funny when you think about it, because as we speak, there's those talks about NATO with the chump from the other side of the pond. But yeah, don't know what's happening. Maybe they're just trying to string out the handmaid's tale for way too long. But it feels like it is time for it to be over before it starts to fizzle out a bit like The Walking Dead. The Expanse. Oh man, this news is old. I watched the finale. It finished dramatically enough. And though I haven't read the books, it does look as though the ending has massively expanded the scope for storytelling in future series massively expanded the universe of the Expanse quite literally and it doesn't take a genius to tell that they cannot leave it hanging there and they won't because it's now on Amazon and if somehow the Expanse does fizzle out soon I'll eat my captain's cap and probably those rather uncomfortable shorts that I bought last year, and now I'm obliged to wear because they actually fit. Silent Green. Going back in the past again. If you've watched this movie, yes, the movie with Charlton Heston, not the revolting hipster drink, you'll never listen to that cheerful piece of classical music that sends... Edward G. Robinson off on the final voyage, which is one of my dad's favourite phrases, which may account for the fact that I wear a lot of black and think about the apocalypse a lot. Or maybe it's the other way around, maybe it's my influence. Yes, you will never listen to that piece of classical music the same way again. If you're wondering what it was that piece of music. I heard it on Classic FM the other day, and it was, as the presenter said, Beethoven's Pastoral Symphony's opening movement. It's not that big whoop of a discovery, because I'm sure you could have just looked up the film on IMDb and looked at the soundtrack, and you would have found out that way anyway. But I'm a fairly extensively digging geek and even I didn't bother finding out what that was until a week ago or maybe I did earlier on but never got round to reminding myself what it was and getting the piece of music on CD or as a download yeah it's a nice piece of music Beethoven's Pastoral Symphony's opening movement check it out and on to technology, the RPI Raspberry Pi accessories for my Raspberry Pi 3B Plus arrived 
between the last podcast and now. I have the case and the cables, but I don't really have time to do anything about it. And also, I just don't have enough hardware. By that, I mean I don't really have enough monitors. I've got one, two, three now, including the Pi computers, but only one monitor. Yeah, you can rip out the HDMI and plug in a different one every time you do that. Or I could look for a KVM switch, but that would be even more money, and those things don't always work reliably. Do you know, I miss those old analog KVM switches where everything was only VGA and PS2 and you got one of those metal boxes and it had that switch that looked like an oven switch at the front and it would go clunk when you changed your VGA output. But yeah, everything's digital now, so I'll get round to doing it. As I've said before, the most likely thing that I'll do with it is either a RISC-OS system that will entertain me for all of two minutes, I'm sure, and then maybe Plex and one of those VESA holders, and then onto the back of the television. Although at the moment, until my trial Vodafone gigabit internet starts, which, again, we've talked about before. Very exciting. But it doesn't look like that's happening until August. Is it really worth me having my Pi strapped to the back of the television with my very, very slow BT internet access? No, it isn't. And now I'm interviewing myself because this is a solo podcast and that's how things end up. The NES Classic accessories also arrived. I now have extension cables, but again, ridiculously, I don't seem to have any time, which is really stupid. I've got this high-quality emulator that I can play all the games I wanted to play when I was a kid but never could because I had the Sega Mega Drive and the NES was more of a middle-class, poshy kid thing. Instead, I end up in that store, Menkind, playing that terrible at-games emulator of the Sega Mega Drive and showing off and probably giving myself thumb arthritis by playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Funny enough, when I'm doing that in Menkind, I'm always hoping... And I always have the feeling that I've got a crowd of people around me. It's like I'm in an 80s arcade, a place that I was honestly a bit too afraid to go to when it was the 80s. And I've got people cheering me on and everything, and I'm chortling and I'm playing away in the store. And when I finish, I put down the controller, turn around, and there's no one there. That's a bit sad. But I'll get round to doing it. Maybe a mammoth session that I can partly record. Clean meat. I tweeted on June the 16th at 7.10 in the morning. (laughs) What is wrong with me? The novel Ofiuki Hotline by John Varley features partially human 
meat grown in a transgenic plant. Clean meat is a fairly well-used sci-fi trope at Neil Tyson. I did this because it was something that was featured on Tyson's science show, and no one seemed to have thought of that. But if you want to see where clean meat will inevitably end up, read the Ophiuchi Hotline by John Varley. That is O-P-H-I-U-C-H-I, Ophiuchi. It's Greek. Levity aside, I think clean meat is probably the way we are going because I don't think the Earth can sustain a planet full of carnivores. I'm not particularly one of those carnivores, but unless something's done, it's the end of the world. Hmm, I can see a pattern forming here and see perhaps why all this stuff has been on my subconscious. Next. That pub in Altair. I'm sure I've talked about the Altair star system before. I almost must have done because I go on about the star as having a nearby spaceport city with a pub from which I broadcast. This is, of course, fiction. And more so because Altair is an incredibly inhospitable spinning star with no, or as I say this now at the moment, and as research isn't that great into this particular star, human habitable solar system? Perhaps I'm wrong though. I read that we don't really have the technology to look any closer at the moment. Though why can't they do that extra solar planet wobble thingamy doodle? Maybe they've tried or it's too far haven't really researched this enough. So unless my fictional spaceport is protected by some force field technology that we don't know about, then it's all in my head. Or is it? By the way, the new podcast logo that I showed on Twitter featured JPL's Jet Propulsion Laboratories photo of Altair that I colorized. Whether that will still be there when I finish editing this show is debatable. Because, as I said, I cannot make up my mind about the branding of this show. Creative. I am ramping up my output. The writing. Yes. I'm ramping out the output again because I've fallen behind again, partially due to health reasons, partly due to the heat, partly due to a ridiculous amount of home maintenance lately. For example, my garden that was a jungle. It's not a jungle anymore. It's cut down, but it was. And that took up an awful lot of time. But that's simply not good enough. This is the risk of primarily working for yourself. You need to prioritise. I keep saying you, but what I really mean is I need to prioritise. Creative writers need priori- 
prioritization skills and they need routines and goals otherwise nothing gets done. If you have any tips you can share as a writer or perhaps some other kind of creative who works for themselves and is in charge of their own time, let me know and I'll share them on the show and I'll probably take up a few of those ideas. I know, I have to be more disciplined. That's really it for the main part of the show. We're in the outro section now. Remember that balking I mentioned at the top of the show? Oh. My. Bork. This is the second recording of this episode, because the content was, and I'm going to repeat myself, balked by my inept presenting skills. So much so that it was easier to re-record rather than trying to edit the mess from hell that I had before, which is another reason that this podcast is late. Also, by the time I was ready to re-record, the news had changed. The only way I could really do this show was waking up from a semi-nightmare and being too afraid to go back to sleep and just hit record, which is what I did tonight. wasn't really a nightmare, but I'm not going to sleep right away. If you want to get in touch, go to RoyMartha.com, that's R-O-Y-M-A-T-H-U-R.com or roymartha.wordpress.com or at roymartha on Twitter. Please review the show in iTunes. Very, very important, as is getting in touch. Please tell someone about the show. If you like the show, tell a friend about Roy's Rocket Radio. If you hate the show, tell an enemy about Roy's Rocket Radio. If you hate the title of Roy's Rocket Radio like I do, tell me. In fact, tell me what I should rename it to. And that's it. You were listening to Roy's Rocket Radio, the UK podcast for the pop culture geek, technology nerd and creative wizard. This was episode 214, recorded from Thursday the 12th of July 2018 to Friday the 13th, aha, Nightmares on Friday the 13th of July 2018, and the time at the end of the show is 9 minutes past midnight and 44 seconds. Considering it is Friday the 13th, I think this is time for using the proximity effect on my mic and the sinister laugh. (laughs) Thanks for listening, and bye for now. Bye.